Hey guys, I'm your host Mark Lynch and you're listening to another episode of the Unbreakable Mind Podcast where we explore what makes for a truly unbreakable mind that will put you within reach of your biggest goals. So let's get after it. Hey guys, I hope each and every one of you is having a fantastic day and today's topic is actually a really fitting one. It's about how to overcome loneliness and isolation and given the situation we've had globally with the pandemic, with social distancing, I'm not surprised that this is a topic that is on literally everybody's mind. How do we overcome loneliness? How do we overcome isolation? Because as humans, we are naturally social beings. It's incredibly difficult for us to go long periods of time without seeing our family members or without going to hang out with our friends. But right now, we don't have much of a choice if we don't want the pandemic to spread. So in this episode, we're going to explore how to understand what is making you feel lonely and how you can personally work to overcome that loneliness, how you can personally work to overcome that isolation. So guys, the first thing you need to do in terms of overcoming loneliness and isolation is actually work to understand the problem. The best way to start resolving any problem is to make sure that you have a solid understanding of the problem. And I wish I could tell you exactly what to think about what exactly it was you needed to understand here in order to begin overcoming that loneliness, to begin overcoming that isolation that you're feeling. But unfortunately, that's not how it works because everybody is different. Different situations will make them feel lonely. Different people are comfortable being alone for different amounts of time. So I can't tell you exactly what you need to understand in order to overcome the loneliness and isolation that you are experiencing personally, but I can certainly help you explore this issue. So what I want to do is get us into kind of some of the various topics that make people feel lonely and see which one resonates the most with you personally. And then once we've done that, we can then eventually begin learning how that you can overcome that loneliness and isolation. So the first thing that you really want to think about is when is it that you actually begin feeling lonely? So is it in the morning when you wake up? Is it maybe throughout the workday? Maybe you're just not connecting with your colleagues and your coworkers or your friends throughout the day. And as a result, you feel lonely. You don't get that social contact that you crave throughout the day. Or maybe it's when you come home. Maybe you come home to an empty apartment. Some people like that. Some people absolutely don't. It makes them feel lonely to come home to an empty apartment. They don't like coming home to an empty place. So if you can understand when it is or where it is that you're actually beginning to feel lonely, you begin to get to the root of the problem. So I'm going to go off of the example of coming home to an empty living space because this is a very common one and I've I've heard it a lot from a lot of people. If you think about these situations and you begin to address that, for example, the issue is coming home to an empty apartment that makes you feel lonely, you can begin to address it. And remember that the goal here right away is not to completely solve the problem. It's just to identify where it's occurring. So after you've done this, you've identified where it's occurring. So you've identified that it's when you come home to an empty apartment, you start to feel lonely. The next question you got to ask yourself is, how long does it take for you to feel lonely? How long does it take for you to feel isolated when you're in your apartment alone? Does it take a few hours? Maybe it takes a day or two. Maybe maybe you don't get lonely at all. You just kind of feel isolated. Everyone is different here. So you need to figure out what that answer is to you personally. 
And the reason that it's so important to be incredibly honest with yourself about this answer is because how you answer this question is likely going to influence how you go about solving the problem that you're experiencing, how you solve or overcome the loneliness, the overcome the isolation that you're experiencing. So for example, if you take a long time to get lonely and isolated, chances are maybe you just need to reach out to people after a day or two to try to get that social contact that you're craving to overcome that feeling of loneliness and isolation. However, if you're closer to the other end of the spectrum, maybe it only takes you like an hour or two to start feeling lonely or isolated. This might indicate to you that there are other factors at play here because most people don't get lonely quite that fast. Now, It's possible that you're just extremely, extremely extroverted because that's certainly the case for a lot of people. However, it could also mean that there are potentially some underlying issues there, like maybe abandonment or maybe insecurity with just being with yourself. And those are things that you need to address in order to overcome the loneliness and isolation that you are experiencing personally. And again, what the answer is here. Only you know. I can't tell you what the issue is that you are having. You need to take the time to reflect on them and come to an honest answer with yourself. Sure, that might sound a little difficult and maybe a little bit daunting for some of you because you've never done that type of reflection before. But I guarantee that if you are able to reflect on them and identify the mentalities or the mental issues that are causing you to feel lonely and isolated, you're going to begin challenging those beliefs. You're going to be able to begin shifting those beliefs to things that are more productive for you to hopefully overcome this isolation and loneliness that you are experiencing. Overall, just doing this is going to set you up very well and you'll be much more receptive to learning about how you can personally overcome loneliness and isolation in your life. So after you have done that, you've taken the time to examine the issue in a little more depth, you've gained some important self-awareness about the issue, you know what your triggers are, what is causing your loneliness and causing you to feel isolated, and you've identified maybe some of the insecurities that are causing this, you've done a lot of the work that you've needed to in order to kind of precursor your ability to solve this problem. So There are various strategies you can use to overcome isolation and loneliness, and we're going to talk about them now. But remember, you don't need to use all of them. Just pick and choose the ones that resonate the most with you and begin applying those to your life and in situations where you typically feel lonely and isolated and see which ones work for you and make adjustments accordingly. Okay, so let's start with the most obvious solution here, and that is just to stay connected with other people. That's not always easy depending on where you live and what your situation is, but there are always ways that you can connect with people. It might not be just getting together physically, but there's a lot of things that have become popular over this, I guess, pandemic or social distancing phase. Things things like Zoom, Zoom calls, Skype calls, FaceTimes, virtual dates, whatever it is, you can find ways to connect with people even if you can't be physically right beside each other. And these are honestly great ways to stay connected because not only do you get to hear someone else's voice, but in, in certain ones, you even get to see their face. So you two are completely connected in that moment even if you aren't right beside each other. And this does so much for you mentally a lot more than just texting someone does, I promise you. If you're feeling lonely and trying to text people, maybe try giving them a call or FaceTime them or Skype them because that kind of added stimulus of seeing their face, maybe seeing how they react to what you're saying and maybe being more invested in the conversation and connecting with each other is really going to help you to overcome your loneliness and your isolation. 
Okay, on to strategy number two, and that is to learn a new skill or start a new hobby. And the reason that this works is that a lot of people seem to get lonely and isolated when they don't have anything to preoccupy their time or they let their mind kind of wander off and think about how they are alone so much or how there's nobody here with them. So if you can find something to kind of preoccupy yourself with, for example, maybe you want to start a business, so you want to learn the skills to begin developing doing that. Maybe you want to pick up an instrument and developing those skills. Whatever it is, you're finding something to preoccupy your time, preoccupy your mind, and it prevents you from thinking about being lonely, from being isolated from other people in that moment. And additionally, they help you to feel accomplished and motivated about yourself, and they keep your momentum moving forward rather than kind of dwelling on the fact that you are not with other people in this moment. And that simple kind of strategy of just distracting your mind sometimes goes a long way to helping you feel less lonely and less isolated because you're simply not thinking about it anymore. If you just sit on your couch and think about how you wish there was someone else in your apartment with you, for example, obviously you're going to feel a lot more lonely than if you came home, maybe cooked dinner, practiced an instrument, and then did work on other skills that you wanted to develop throughout the evening because that time is going to fly by if you start working on these skills that you really enjoy working on. This is something that I've definitely been using throughout the social distancing, just picking up a skill or practicing a skill and developing it further. So some of you might not know, but I've played the piano growing up. And over the past few years, it's been something that really slipped away. And during this time when I can't really connect with people as much as I normally like to, I've gone back to piano. I've gone back to trying to learn how to play new songs, remember the chords, and it's really helped me keep myself occupied. So I know for a fact that this simple act of just distracting yourself in some situations actually goes a really long way to helping you feel less isolated, less lonely. So give it a try if you can think of any skills that you want to work on right now. And strategy three kind of builds on that, and it's just to grab a book or watch a movie. And the reason that this works is for similar reasons as to developing a new skill. It kind of distracts your mind from thinking about being lonely and isolated. And you know what? Movies and books do a great job of transporting your mind into different worlds at sometimes, especially when they're incredibly immersive. Some of the books or movies series that hop to mind are things like Lord of the Rings or maybe Harry Potter. Like these books just have the ability to totally capture your mind and transport you to a totally new location that makes you forget about everything else that is going on in your life. So figure out what you like and maybe try to find a movie or a movie series or a book series that kind of caters to that interest and can take you to a world that you would like to explore. Though most of the books that I personally read are non-fictions, I've definitely picked up a few fiction books over the past few years that have had this ability to kind of transport me into their world, make me feel like I'm there and totally distract me from everything else that is going on around me. And I guarantee if you find a book or a movie that you like, these will help you do that as well. And it's an effective strategy for overcoming loneliness and isolation if you can find something that really caters to your interest in this way. Okay, strategy number four, we're going to turn it a little bit now and we're going to talk about meditation. This might seem like a strange thing for helping you overcome loneliness and isolation, sitting in a room that is quiet where you are alone and able to focus on yourself. But the reason that this is so effective is because you don't get many chances in this life to truly connect with your inner self and try to align that with who you want to be. And 
during this social distancing, it's a rare opportunity to really kind of focus in on doing that. So seize that opportunity. Take this time to rediscover yourself. Get to know who you are, what you enjoy doing, what you want from life, what you want to avoid. Because a lot of people's loneliness and isolation often stems from the fact that they simply don't know themselves. So getting to know yourself can be really helpful for overcoming that loneliness and isolation. Because when you don't know yourself, often you don't know what it is that you want to be doing. You don't know whether you're on the right path or not. And then when you get to situations where you are alone, you're forced to think about these things. And that makes you feel uncertain. And it can make a lot of people feel incredibly, incredibly uneasy. So just getting or taking the time to get to know yourself, taking the time to understand who you are can be incredibly helpful. And even if you don't necessarily want to reflect on these things, meditation can also help you achieve a sense of solitude and just a comfort with being alone. That is something that a lot of people lack. A lot of people in our world right now, because things are so fast-paced and there's so much stimulation, need constant stimulation. And I don't feel like that's necessarily something that's ever worked well with me. I don't like being constantly stimulated. I like that time to just kind of tone down and be with myself. Maybe you're different. But being able to just be comfortable with being alone is something that I think would serve a lot of us really, really well. And this is something that I've definitely been working on over the past few years. And it's a skill that I'm happy to say I am developing quite well. Because that solitude, being able to just comfortably do about what you want to do on your own, not have to wait for other people, is incredibly liberating when you can actually do it. Because you end up feeling no longer dependent on other people in order to make you happy. You know that you have the ability to make yourself feel happy and feel comfortable. And you're, you're just completely at ease with being yourself. So even if you only start with 5 to 10 minutes of meditation a day, whatever it, it may be that fits into your schedule, I promise you that this, this strategy will work for you if you practice it. But the thing is, you can't just do it once. You can't just do it twice. You actually have to commit to it for a decent amount of time and maybe take guided meditations. Look them up on YouTube or get get some of those apps like Headspace. Those things are really helpful for guided meditations. And if you just pick one up and stick with it for a few weeks, I guarantee you will see some results. All right, guys. And now our fifth and final strategy today is exercise. Get yourself moving. Exercise does some amazing things to the mind. It does amazing things to increase your self-confidence. And it's something that you can do from the comfort of your own home if you want. You can even do it as you're watching Netflix, watching that movie that we already talked about. You can get down, do a set of push-ups or sit-ups or squats, whatever it is. Or you can personally, what I like to do, get outside, go for a walk, a jog or a bike ride. These are things that I found really effective for feeling less isolated because one, you see other people outside and two, sometimes it just helps to connect with nature. And I've actually taken this kind of pandemic or social distancing period as an opportunity to start training for some of the endurance events that I actually wanted to participate in, things like marathons or triathlons. And those are things that I'm really looking forward to doing. (laughs) Definitely got a long way to go, but I'm really looking forward to doing those things. And something that I've also been engaging in is that challenge that's been going around, the 75 Hard by Andy Frizzella. If you don't want to look it up, the challenge is basically you get outside for two 
45 minute exercise periods a day, you drink a gallon of water a day, you stick to a diet, ideally a healthy diet, and you do 10 pages of nonfiction reading every day. I've found that doing this has helped me expedite my growth and expedite my progress in terms of not just fitness, but emotional and mental health as well. I found it very productive. So if that's something you guys would be interested in, let me know and I will send you the link to that because it's a free challenge. You can just go and do it if you want. It's not necessarily the easiest thing to stick to, but it's definitely easy to get started. So yeah, if you're interested, hit me up. But let me pull myself back on track here because we're talking about exercise. And ideally, what exercise does is it's taking time where you're feeling lonely and isolated, potentially in your apartment while you're by yourself, and transforming those moments into opportunities where you can begin challenging yourself and pushing yourself to new heights to help you feel accomplished, maybe get a dopamine rush, and things that are going to help you increase your self-confidence. You're transforming those moments entirely. And you know what? Even if this doesn't end up helping your isolation or feelings of loneliness, at the very least, you're healthier. So you haven't really lost anything in the big picture. So those are all the strategies that I have for overcoming loneliness and isolation to share with you today. Those are the main ones I wanted to talk about. This list certainly isn't exhaustive, though. Do what works for you guys. If you've got something else that works for you to overcome that loneliness and isolation that I didn't mention on this list, by all means, guys, do that. Pick what resonates with you because everyone is different. These are just some of the things that have resonated with me. So your goal here, remember, is to understand the problem, understand where you feel lonely, what is maybe causing you to feel lonely, and then transform those moments using some of the strategies that we've talked about here today or strategies that you can come up with on your own. If you can do this, you'll be well on your way to mastering your mind and learning how you can overcome this loneliness and these feelings of isolation in these various situations. And that'll go a long way to helping you increase or at least maintain your mental toughness in situations that are difficult for a lot of people. It will serve you well. So guys, that is all I have to say today. And I just want to quickly thank you for listening through. And that just means so much to me. Honestly, I feel like you guys have some of the best energy of any group that I've interacted with in the past. And it, I'm, I'm excited to work with you. Honestly, every week I come, I'm excited to work with all of you. So if you guys got any value from today's episode, I just want to remind you, take a second, maybe share it with a friend who might also value from it. Or better yet, just let me know that you got value from it. Take a screenshot, tag me in it, or send me a DM, whatever it is. Let me know that you got value from it. Because if you let me know what you're getting value from, then I can dive deeper into those topics and provide you with even more value. So guys, until next time, stay excellent.